Thank you for tuning into greatness. This is Lena Ski, hostess of the Supernova podcast, and I'm so thrilled to have you here on another episode. This week, we chat to Elaine. She's a confidence and credibility alchemist who's chatting about how people hold themselves back from getting what they truly want and how they've locked themselves in a spiritual closet and what it takes to get out there. Good morning, Elaine. Thank you so much for joining the Supernova podcast. How are you doing? I'm doing wonderful. And yourself? Doing really, really well. Um, yeah, so to all the, the listeners who are out there, um, and for those of you who aren't in the know, I connected with Elaine through this global platform called the Divine Biz Giveaway, where there are a hundred or so spiritual and divine purpose-driven entrepreneurs coming together and helping people grow in their business and grow in themselves really from the inside out. And for those of you who haven't gone to see the site, um, I'm sure Elaine can speak into to one of her free offerings that she has there, but it's really an amazing platform and there's just so many beautiful gifts out there, so it's definitely worth seeing before it vanishes at the end of the month. But the amazing thing is, this is where social media gets it right, and um, a lot of people look at social media and think, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a tool to connect, and a lot of people look at it thinking, you know, we're so engaged in it, but we're not really connecting, but in our case, we... And in fact, with all the people who have come through the, the Supernova podcast, Facebook has been an amazing tool for connecting two people who never knew each other from across the world. And yeah, I'm just so grateful that you're, you're in our orbit and on this podcast today. Well, thank you very much. It's a pleasure to be here and I'm, I'm glad you uh, uh, presented the opportunity. Great. Well, since, since I started off with the Divine Biz giveaway, um, why don't you just speak into what you're offering there for, for people who want to go and see it? Oh, okay, sure. That's good. That's great. Yeah, as I said, there's several hundred uh, entrepreneurs, spiritual entrepreneurs have given uh, gifts for this wonderful, wonderful giveaway. Just so much information. Uh, the two gifts that I have made available is uh, my premier one is my free energy scan uh, where I actually... Uh, spend time with you in a scheduled appointment and uh, really look at things that uh, are keeping you from getting where you want to go in life and uh, really look at your energy and just really love doing them. It's always very, very uh, healing, uh, the information that comes through and provided to you. So that's the, a big one, my free energy scan. And the other one is an instant teleseminar uh, download called Authenticity. And uh, I really uh, love this teleseminar. A lot of people have gotten a lot of really good, useful information out of it. So those are my two uh, free gifts that I have contributed to the giveaway. I was having a look at your site, and um, from the chat we had a little bit earlier, you're an executive coach, you're a spiritual coach, you're a career strategist, an author, a numerologist, and you do these amazing energy healing. And you know, there's all these different things, and yet you found a way to bring all of that together in a really purposeful way. So what is that way for you, and what is that ultimate message that you want to share with people? Well, my ultimate message is that the more you have knowledge of yourself, and I mean every aspect of yourself, 
not only your physical self, but your mental self, your spiritual self. The more knowledge you have that, the more you can use that knowledge to leverage anything in your life to, to set you out in front of whatever you want to do. So it's that old phrase that everybody hears, knowledge is power. Yes, I'm a lot of things, and I had looked for many, many years to find the healing modality that was perfect for me because I knew all my life that I was to be a healer. And finally, I happened upon coaching one day and didn't know about it before then. And when I looked into it in a matter of days, I was sold that this was perfect for me because it allows me to bring everything that I am, every gift, ability, education, training, experience, everything to the table and put that all forward and share that energy and those and those experiences with my clients to help heal them and make them or give them the opportunity to make the choices to be the best that they can be. Hmm. Very, very powerful. And I think a lot of people who kind of go into this arena, because a lot of the listeners are purpose-driven entrepreneurs, whether they're coaches or consultants, or just creating kind of work that sustains the planet and gives back to, to the community, is you think you get defined by your title. I'm a coach. I'm a consultant. I'm a strategist. But that's really just what you do. It's it's how you offer it, or it's a it's a way of bringing your gift out into the world, but it's not necessarily who you are. And one of the things that I loved from our chat the other day when we're just really connecting is what you really do is getting a person to really know who they are and getting into that authentic space so that you can create whatever that is on the outside, whatever that business or that life needs to be to support that, whether it's through coaching, whether it's through any other sort of healing modality. Yes. Yeah, and that's one of the reasons why uh, last year I decided to adopt a title to the work I do because it more accurately reflects what I do because coaching isn't necessarily understood by a lot of people and because I do bring so much to the table uh, it just seemed to fit better and then the title was the confidence and credibility alchemist and uh, I think that fits much much better and describes much much better what I do just naturally I love that title for people who who aren't quite sure of what alchemy is or haven't quite put their finger on the pulse of what that is, how would you um, define that? Alchemy is taking base elements and creating them and transforming them into something something different. A lot of people have probably heard uh, in fairy tales and stories and things like that about people searching for a way to turn uh, uh, lead into gold. Mm -hmm. That is an alchemy. Lead being a base element and through alchemy being able to turn it into gold. So that's the perfect analogy. We take or the person or I take the clients and, and we work together to change all of their basic elements once we know more about who they are and everything about them and then you take that and turn it into gold that is your treasure chest your knowledge of yourself is what I call your greatest asset it's your treasure chest that you can pull from but you have to really know it and understand it 
to know how to operate. It's just like operating a piece of machinery. You have to read the instructions. You know how to operate it. You know how you have to know how it works inside and out so that you can use it properly to get the most out of it. Absolutely, and just a little bit off topic, but I mean, I think it's really in tune with um, with with the conversation and what you're offering as well, is um, this whole idea of being authentic, because that's one of the courses that you've got on Arthur, and it's one of the topics that you speak about quite a lot. And a lot of people kind of think, well, what is authentic marketing? And I'm actually in the process of putting together a little course on that, but you've, you've really got to get back to the essence, you've really got to get back to those base elements before you can even start talking about authentic marketing or an authentic business or an authentic message out there because you really do need to get to know yourself first. You know, the spirit plays a very big part of this. Uh, it's like having a, a stool with three legs. If you don't bring the spirit in there and truly being aligned with who you are and what you want for yourself, your life's purpose, your life's direction, and having those core values to work from within, then you've got a, a stool that's got one leg that's too short and it's going to teeter and possibly fall over. So you really have to have that holistic blend and bring everything in. So the knowledge is very, very important. I agree with you so much, Elaine. And, you know, in that is just so much power because knowing yourself on a holistic level a lot of people have these aspirations and these things that they want to do and there's this global consciousness and this awakening to really step out there and be bold and be dynamic and own your space and own your power and that was part of the reasons why I created these podcasts, um, these weekly invitations to greatness because I think there was just so many people who are just begging for it and they're, they're looking for the space but they're holding themselves back, they're hiding from those elements you kind of call it, you know, they're in a spiritual closet um, and they're kind of limiting themselves. They don't have that one pillar, that one pivotal leg to stand on. So can you just expand a little bit on this whole idea of a sp spiritual closet and why people might get stuck in it? Yes. Um, over the last year and a half is the time span that I've been doing the energy scans that I mentioned earlier. Mm -hmm. And I started recognizing a theme of the individuals that were coming to me to have the energy scans. And the theme was that even though they may already be a very spiritual person and may even be a spiritual entrepreneur, they may be a massage therapist, they may be a light worker of some kind, they could be a Reiki person, even though they were already working in that modality, there was still part of them that was being held back, held back by fear, held back by doubt, held back by self-worth, held back by you know a lot of different things. And so I call them you know being in a spiritual closet because they were keeping themselves closeted or closed off from really being very authentic and very transparent and out there in the world really stepping fully into their gifts and owning them and having that confidence and trust in themselves to really own their power and be the best that they can be in their work so that they can heal more people and, and extend out further. Um, I believe I told you a little bit about 
the process I used to come up with my title, The Confidence and Credibility Alchemist, and it basically speaks to just this. Um, when I was looking to create this title for myself, I looked back at my three best girlfriends. I've known them for several years. I met them before I became a coach, before I even knew anything about coaching. And all three of them had successful spiritual-based businesses when I went to them to get their assistance in my own healing. But each of them were at a point where they wanted to step more fully into their spirituality and start talking about it more and putting it more into their work, but they were scared. They were fearful of what their clients would think about them, if they would lose clients, if it would ruin their business. They were fearful of what their family and friends would think of them, if they were talking more about it or being more open about it. Um, you know, there was just a lot of different issues that went around for all of them. And what each one of them told me was that because of just my natural interaction with them, um, it gave them the confidence to come out of their limiting beliefs, their closet, and take that risk, take that first step and risk and trust that everything would be okay. And they did that, and their businesses just exploded and just became just beautifully, beautifully uh, expanded. And that's where they all told me that the confidence and credibility came from, the confidence in themselves and the credibility in the, the eyes of their clients. And, you know, it, it takes a bit of courage to mm -hmm. take that step out of the spiritual closet. It takes trust. And it's not only trust in self, but trust in others. And sometimes it's very difficult to make and make that first step because especially if you've been hurt by someone else in relationships or uh, someone's criticized you, it's hard to, to trust someone else to, to really put it out there. But there's ways of doing that. And there's ways of really transforming your life. And it starts there again with understanding more about your whys and how. And the thing that really resonates with me, and, I, and I'm and I'm sure a lot of people experience as well, because I have seen this with clients and with friends as well, is all the answers to our purpose and our path and where we really shine are just in front of us. And we just need somebody to help us connect the puzzle pieces like those friends were for you. Um, you know, you, the thing that you gave them was so amazing. And, and in that you discovered who you really are and the alchemy and the magic that you, you can give to the world. So I think it's really, really powerful to, to put yourself in those kinds of situations and just be able to have that awareness above the trust and above the courage to be able to be open to that. Yes. Yeah, it, it's, you know, think think yourself if you have a new thing you want to say to to establish to try in your business to see how it will work you know do you have doubts do you have a fear that it may not work why do you think that it would be a good thing in your business you know examine all the sides and it's the same thing with putting yourself out there to the world you know is it something that you really want to do is it something that uh, 
uh, is important for you? Is it something that you'd prefer really not to do? Is there some other situation going on that's uh, keeping you more closeted or within yourself? Uh, you know, there's a lot of exploration here that uh, can be done, but the authenticity and really getting in touch with that and and your values and what you truly want for yourself is is a, it's the best starting place for anybody to start anything, no matter what it is. That's very very true, and I mean your friends kind of came up with with that space, and I'm sure they anchored it. But did you have any other situations where where you kind of met your moment and realized this really is the path for you personally? Well, as I said earlier, when I was looking for a modality, a healing modality, the coaching just fell into place for me. But when I started the coaching, as I said, I work with some physical challenges every day. There's some days that I just can't do any work because I need to, to take care of myself. Mm. And I did not go into coaching thinking that I would be using my intuitive gifts. It just, you know, that didn't occur to me at the time other than hearing the term spiritual coach. I really didn't think about blending them. And through the coaching and the clients that I worked with, I found that the two went hand in hand. And if I didn't step into my own power, come out of my limiting beliefs out of my closet, then I couldn't fully be present and hold that so very valuable space for someone else to heal and grow. Mm -hmm. it was, you know, I was leaving a whole part of the healing equation out of the picture and, and could not fully support my clients unless I also came to terms with my own limiting beliefs and, and, and come out of my closet. So it's something that I've had to deal with too. And there's still days that I doubt. I think I don't think anybody fully can say that they've uh, completely come out of their closet. But at least you recognize it and you know when it happens and you have a process in place, your own individual process to work through it and so that you can open that door even wider. Very, very true. It really does start there. One of the things that, that came out of what you were saying, um, again, that you know, all these little pieces become part of our story, well, yeah, that it really kind of starts with, with that decision to, to move into that self. And it, it really is a never-ending journey. But the great thing about what we're doing um, in this kind of work, we're, we're not in the corporate environment, we're not in, in, in those limiting mentalities where it's just about money, where it's just about this, but we're in a space where we get to create the kind of existence we want to have. And if health is something you value, which I think everyone does and should, you know, you, you can bring that into your business. It doesn't have to be so segmented and so strict and you can get to create the life that you want to have. Oh yeah, that's the fun of being an entrepreneur, isn't it? <laughs> it is. I mean, you just like, what is it you really want to create and why not have all these different pieces and, and it really just becomes this jigsaw puzzle that you were also talking about the other day and really things come together in a magical way and you just, you create your own wealth, you create 
if you want to travel, you create a business around that. You know, it's it's just really so magical. Yes, and as a, as I we did we were talking the other day about the jigsaw puzzle. You know, I like to say that you know our lives and ourselves our holistic self, our whole being, it's like a big jigsaw puzzle. Mm -hmm. You know, we know each piece intimately. But we don't always remember each piece at any given time, but in that time and space, we know the piece intimately. And so to be able to bring all those pieces together into a complete picture is mm -hmm. then when the magic takes place. That is the magical place that then you can create from there and create without wasting all of your time and effort and, and money in most cases too in creating what you really want. You can get there a lot faster and it can be fun. It can be a lot of fun. Definitely, yeah. Because a lot of people, well, I, mean, I, I never worked in the corporate arena. I assume you, you had a bit more interactions with that with your executive and, and your career coaching. But um, we get to decide how we want to do it. And I think even in the numerology that you do, you, you know, there's there's this idea of destiny and fate, and a lot of people have that. But we still have the choice in that. We still can govern that path. Oh, definitely, and that's one of the reasons I, I love numerology. I do something called soul charts, and they help you to know your purpose and know your direction, which quite often speaks to career paths, and to know what life lessons your soul wanted you to know in this life so that you get some answers as to why something keeps happening over and over for you and why does this occur and why does that occur. It helps you to understand your process and understand yourself more holistically and it's very, very practical information. I like it over astrology because astrology gets so technical uh, and also it, a lot of people go into it for the predicting aspect of it. In numerology, you, you can use it for some predicting, but it, it's more of practical-based information about you so that you can take that information and use it and make choices that are the best for you. When did the numerology come into, into your orbit? Was it something before the coaching? Was it after the coaching? Was it during the same process? Uh, numerology first came into my orbit when I was a young teenager. Um, I happened upon it one day. It used to be at the checkout counter at the grocery stores. There would be these little uh, tiny books that you could stick in your shirt pocket. They were called purse books. And I picked up one on numerology and got fascinated with it because I've always been a detailed person. I like science and mathematics and things of that sort. And it just was really fascinating to me, the different things you can learn. And I've dabbled with it throughout the years. And... Uh, a couple of years ago, inside the coaching, I thought, you know, this might be kind of interesting to do some charts on my clients. And so I uh, experimented with a couple of clients. And then as I was doing this and was really seeing that it was really helping them a lot, I came to find out that there was a different, uh, a secondary type of numerology that I didn't know it existed. The one that's most prevalent and most people use nowadays and the one I was originally introduced to was developed by Pythagoras who's considered sort of the father of mathematics hmm. but there was numerology that existed in cultures thousands of years before him and there one particular culture called the Chaldeans they had a, a, a very 
good grasp of how the spoken word, the energy of our voice, affected people. And the numerology they did had a couple of different aspects to it that many authorities today on numerology agree that is much more accurate in really looking at a person and, and like doing the soul chart than Pythagoras. And so I took that numerology and redid charts from past clients and uh, checked them with some new clients and found that it was definitely much more accurate. Uh, even for myself, doing my own charts and comparing the two, this was much, much more accurate and had much more information available than just the normal Pythagorean numerology. And that's when I started using them with my clients uh, regularly. And uh, that's where we usually start. When I get a new client, one of the first things we do, not only about you know talking about where they want to go and their aspirations and their dreams, we start looking through their soul chart and really digging in and learning more about themselves so they, they can get a good grasp on what's going on for them and their whys and hows and wherefores. Mm, I think that's really powerful because, I mean, there's so many versions of this quote, but you know, we are spiritual beings having a human experience and there's this, we, we need to be able to integrate those whole parts and for the reasons you mentioned earlier and for many more like uh, the idea of things coming up and these blocks that we keep facing, you know, we need to be able to deal with things on, on all different levels and, and some people might go into past life, some people may, you know, go into different aspects of that but there's definitely a space for that and I'm just loving the awakeness to have that holistic thing and to bring so much spirituality into oneself and into one's business. Mm -hmm. You know, I think a clarification would be good here. Um, a lot of people when they hear the word spirituality, they, they automatically go to religion. Mm -hmm. And you can be spiritual and not even have a particular religion that you follow. Um, it's, it's not just religion. It's not just about being a Christian. It's not, about, it's not about being anything like that. Spirituality is being connected to the energy that we are made of and the energy that is around us through this world and this universe. You know, everything science has proven everything is energy and that is our spirit but mm -hmm. we do live in a physical plane and we need to understand how that energetic aspect of ourselves that's connected to everyone else and everything else in the universe how that plays for us and that soul aspect that we have in our physical realms and how that relates to who we are and how that relates to how we connect to everyone else and that's what spiritual is it's it's not just religion religion can be a part of it but it's not just that it's much bigger than that it's much more whole and and much more encompassing than just that one aspect. You know, having a spiritual life is being in alignment with yourself, and being in alignment is 
knowing, as I said, your, your, like your medical history. Do you get up in the morning and take a vitamin? Do you need to do that? Do you need to take um, pharmaceuticals of some type to help you? It, is it better for you and your health to go out and take a walk every morning? That's just you know one part of it, but knowing we who we are and what's right for us in every aspect of who we are that's being that's having a spiritual life you know doing what makes you happy having the work that you love self-care just anything you can think of is part of that spiritual life not just religion so spirituality is much much more than that it goes much much beyond much more beyond that it definitely does and I'm glad that you you stepped in and did that clarification there because I think that that is a really important element to be able to know that. And and also what you were saying is like knowing what makes you happy, knowing what what your success formula is, knowing where you're at your best, knowing how you touch other people and how other people touch you and how everything is interplaying. Is, is really really important and I think that comes back to your to your alchemy question because that becomes the fusion then where you take your confidence and your credibility and all these different other elements and you fuse it into something that's organic and multi-dimensional and authentic definitely um just going back to the confidence thing because I, I know there's always such a there's so many topics around confidence and so many different schools of thought around it um and I kind of mentioned to you, I kind of wanted to explore kind of the pros and cons of confidence. Um, when you speak of confidence, how do you hold it? Confidence for me is having that knowledge that you have some self-assurance as to the experience that you can bring forth, that... Uh, you can speak truly, authentically, directly to uh, on a topic or a point that's being made. Uh, it's having courage, and that courage comes from there again that self knowledge, that education, training, anything that's going to make you feel comfortable. In whatever you're doing whether you're talking or being out there in life and demonstrating something that's where confidence comes from for mm. me one thing that I'm hearing in what you're saying and I heard it through through somebody else as well in, in a book that I was reading from Osho is this um, clear distinction between self-knowledge knowing yourself being authentic knowing what you, you're capable of or what you can bring to the table what you still need to learn and then the actual knowledge piece because it feels like for some people they they make it more about the external knowledge piece they need to know this in order to do that and I'm hearing you almost take it to a level deeper that it's not about there is that element but it's more about knowing yourself and just having that courage to take that leap of faith whether you know the outcome or not yeah, let me. Uh, one analogy comes to mind. I think that might demonstrate that. Uh, say that you've taken a college class or some sort of training, and you know something very, very well. You've been trained in it, and you have the education. But say that you're going to have to stand up in front of a class or a symposium and speak about it. 
Mm-hmm. Well, speaking is something totally different. That's sort of the that's uh, an that's an additional factor thrown in there that could totally impact the confidence that you give in giving that talk. You might be afraid of speaking. Mm-hmm. Or it may not be your forte. You know, you may be more of an introverted person and don't want to uh, speak to people. You can have confidence that you know what you're going to talk about, but you don't have confidence in yourself for other reasons. Your confidence can come from different places. But say is use the same analogy if you know that you're not comfortable in speaking in front of people and you want to change that around so that you can get this beautiful training and knowledge and education that you have out to them because you know it's important then you look at why you're not comfortable speaking and work on that and bring that forward and bring that up to the level so the confidence can be there and merge Mm. No, totally makes sense. And then with that, it anchors the credibility because then you feel more rock solid in in what you're doing and what you're delivering. Exactly. You come, you that confidence then comes across. And I, I want to make sure that people understand confidence isn't arrogance. There's a difference. Arrogance is getting really ego in there, and you know. Uh, you know, putting on airs is the old kind of colloquial uh, description uh, that I that I that comes up for me when I hear this. But it's it's not arrogance. Confidence is just that you're firmly rooted in what you are doing and saying, and it just naturally beams. If people just naturally pick it up, they know that you know what you're doing, or what you're talking about, or what you're presenting, or how you're acting. It, it doesn't need any ego involved. It just naturally radiates. For me, that kind of resonates with courageous living. Like even if something is just scary and you know, I'm forced into a situation where I may not be that comfortable or that confident, it's just being able to have enough courage to take that plunge and obviously learn the things I need to learn along the way because otherwise I won't know what to do on the other end of it. But it really, for me, stems from that. Mm-hmm. But before we wrap up, I also just had a question because you mentioned for the Divine Giveaway, um, you are offering the energy scans. And yes. I wanted to find out, um, do you work remotely with those or is that something you do in body? No, this is, uh, uh, I work remotely with those. I work with everyone either over the telephone if they're within the United States. If they're outside the United States and have Skype, we work over Skype. So I do it energetically and, and remotely. And uh, they run anywhere from 30 minutes to an hour usually, depending on what information comes up or uh, based on uh, questions the person mm-hmm. may have. Because they're again, as a healer, I like to make sure that I can answer their questions and, and uh, give them the insight that they would really uh, you know, like to have. Uh, as I term it, the energy scan is a good starting point to their self-healing you know, and start learning more about that energetic portion of them that needs some help to help in their healing so that they can help from that energetic point as well as while they're working on the physical. Mm. And I just sort of wanted to clarify for myself and, and potentially for the readers as well if they um, 
if they're having questions about it. I, for example, had a an aura cleanse quite some while back, and that that particular one was a virtual one, and I've had it in person as well. But it sounds like you're also you're you're also kind of doing the chakras as well. Is that right? Yes, the energy scan is basically a chakra scan, okay. where I intuitively go through all of the seven major chakras and give the client whatever information I'm given and they usually either it's a visual or a sensation or a thought and sometimes it comes through as a symbol and I may understand that uh, sometimes it's a symbol that's the the clients symbol and then sometimes we may neither one know what it means and kind of have to put our heads together to figure it out it just depends on what spirit gives us they can be a lot of fun actually I, I, I really adore doing them and they're so helpful to people and oh, no, uh, it's 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 a great it's a great insight. It's very it's 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 a lot of information. It's a great insight. I just love yeah. them. Oh, and and I just love that there's so many modalities and there's so many amazing ways for people to meet themselves and to connect with themselves and work with themselves. It's just beautiful and to be able to do it remotely as well. It's just an, it just speaks even more highly to the gift that you've been given. Well, thank you. Yeah, I I really enjoy being able to do them and yes this doesn't limit it and I, I like the the unlimited aspect of it um, I learned a long time ago that energy is energy uh, sometimes it's best to work within a structure or routine with it other times it'll just be whatever you intend it to be you can help shape uh, that energy uh, the universe you know wants to be able to help and the more that you can send that intention out and allow the universe to have a way of communicating it knowing that it wants it in this fashion it's more than willing to oblige because it wants to help it wants to heal mm, that's very very true um, I saw a Facebook quote the other day it's the world doesn't need saving it just needs somebody to care for it and nourish it and it, what you what just said resonated it with the, that the world needs somebody to care for it and nourish it and that's that's really what we need to be doing with ourselves yes and exactly what this work it asks for so it's really really beautiful yes it all it's, it starts with the self self-care self-healing self-knowledge it all goes together self-compassion self-love absolutely yes. self-love is a big one i've noticed with people they make it about love out there rather than love within yes definitely it all starts with love within that's where you have to really look um, because if you don't care about yourself then it's kind of hard to care about other people or at least or expect them to care for you exactly and you know if you don't know if you don't love yourself then how can you really fully put your heart into loving someone else mm. your, your heart isn't your heart isn't in a place to to put itself fully out there for someone else. Yep, it definitely does start with the heart. Yes. Um, is there anything else you want to share or highlight before we start wrapping up? Apart um, from links to stuff, we'll, we'll, we'll get into the links as well. Well, uh, I would just like to say thank you for being here today. And instead of, if nothing else, uh, for the listeners, just remember that 
it, that knowledge is power. Knowledge of yourself is your greatest asset to anything in your life. So that is, I'd say, the most important thing to, to realize from today, if nothing else. Well, we'll definitely make a note of highlighting that in the complimentary blog post as well. Um, Elaine, where can people follow you, find out more about you, uh, tap into those energy scans and connect with you? Uh, go to my website, which is elainelocker.com. That's E-L-A-I-N-E-L-O-C-K-A-R-D.com. There is uh, a little icon in the sidebar that says free energy scan. They can click on that to register and immediately schedule their scan. Um, I have the authenticity teleseminar that I mentioned there also that they can access. And they're more than welcome to sign up for my monthly e-zine if they would like that. And my blog is there also. Everything is on my website. All of what we've talked about today, the numerology soul chart, all of that is there. Brilliant. Well, thank you so much for connecting. And it's so great to have you in, in orbit. And not just for this podcast, but I think that there's some exciting things that, that we'll be connecting on in the future as well. Yes, I'm looking forward to those possibilities. Definitely. And in closing, I just want to say that for those of you who are waiting for your moment, those of you who are expecting your moment to happen or are holding back from your moment, tucking into that spiritual closet, as Elaine would say, Confidence isn't an ingredient you need to make something happen. It's something you get out of it. That's why I firmly believe in courageous living and being bold and stepping out there. Because it's in those moments that courage is made and in those moments that confidence truly blossoms. It's not going to blossom any other way until you feed it, until you give it that opportunity to soak in the light and bask in that moment. So till next time, I hope you tune into greatness and make great things happen.